Hello there, friends. It's Jimmy Maverick. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Maverick Podcast. And today I got my good friend Swami Rob of the 94 Rock Morning Show on. We're going to talk week eight matchups as well as starts and sits. So you definitely want to check it out. Here we go. Listen up. It's time for the Fantasy Maverick Podcast. Starring a guy who's going to help you win that fantasy championship. Jimmy Maverick. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the Fantasy Maverick Podcast coming at you from Santa Fe, New Mexico. And with me for the matchups, starts and sits for week eight is Swami Rob of the 94 Rock Morning Show. How are you doing there, Swami? Coming at you live from uh, down south in Albuquerque. Yeah, um, uh, it was quite a storm we got the early on in this week. Uh, it's, it's mostly melted, though, at this point, which is kind of nice. Yeah, pretty much here, too. I promised my daughter a second big day of sledding on the hill behind our house and the snow went and melted off during school. Yeah, so now it's just a, just a muddy hill. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much, yep, yep. So uh, I don't know how you did last week, Swami, but I got to talk about in our league, Zeke and Destroy is destroying our league. And he he got, asked me to ask you not to talk about it too because he thinks we're going to jinx him, so he just doesn't want us to talk about it. <laughs> well, it's too bad, man. Somewhere. I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> He is 178 points ahead of any other team in total points scored, and he's a full game ahead of everybody else. I don't see any way that he's really going to dislodge – anybody's going to be able to dislodge this guy from the number one position uh, in the league. So, there's only, me, but I just cursed you, man. Now it's all downhill. <laughs> there's only two things that can stop him at this point, and that would be the turf tearing some key players' ACLs or somebody like Aaron Donald delivering some kind of concussion hit. That's all we can hope for at this point. <laughs> Pretty much, man. So uh, all, all we're doing is we're hoping to make it to the playoffs to hopefully get a chance to take him down there. Uh, but anyway, we got, we got week eight matchups coming up here. We've got uh, the bye weeks. Here's the, here's the teams that are out. It's Houston, Jacksonville, Washington, and Arizona. So not nearly as critical as the past two weeks of bye weeks have been. But still, there's some key players that are going to be out this week. So hopefully that will work to your advantage. Um, but let's just start right off. Let's go to Thursday night football, man. We got the Falcons at the Panthers. I got to say, what amazingly impressive creative way are the Falcons going to lose this game? <laughs> well, now, the, interesting, because there's a couple of games that I've got going on where I went and raided the waiver wire. Okay. And there was nobody incredibly fancy that was sitting there available. But uh, – you know, I've opted to start Justin Herbert ahead of Matt Stafford the last couple of weeks, and that's been a smart decision. But uh, there's a couple other players. I was wanting to say there was one on the Thursday night game that I'm sitting on the fence about whether I should start or sit. So, uh, oh, okay. It's not this game. Sorry, proceed. <laughs> I thought it was, but it's not. Yeah. Well, well, uh, I, I got I to gotta say, first of all, as far as the Carolina defense goes, they're pretty good. Right now, check out these stats. They are 10th best against tight ends. They're third best against wide receivers, fifth best against running backs, and sixth best against quarterbacks. Pretty impressive for such a young unit filled with a bunch of uh, rookies. Uh, but because of this, man, I got to tell you, you're taking a chance if you're starting anyone besides Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones. Those are like the only two guys that I can recommend starting on, on, the, uh, on the Falcons offense this week. Although yeah, you know, apparently you the only guy in there too, but man, I wouldn't start Ryan. I well, wouldn't start first. Here's the problem, man. The only time you can count on Todd Gurley to score a touchdown is when you don't need him to. Apparently, you know. 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, good question. I, I got to say, Matt Rule uh, has really impressed me as a head coach in his first year with Carolina, man. I think big things are coming for them in the future if they add some more pieces. Yeah, it, it, they've had a great season. Uh, now, you know, on the flip side, yeah, uh, Carolina's been better uh, than we expected. And um, Atlanta's defense is pretty bad. They're the second best for opposing quarterbacks, fifth best for opposing wide receivers. Uh, they're middle of, pack, middle of the pack against running backs. So, I, man, start all the Panthers. Go. Well, now, here's, and I think here's that, a, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, here's a conundrum. Okay. There's word, according to Yahoo, that CMC may be back this week. Now, if he is, I don't think you can count on a ton of production out of him. But that's a double whammy in a lot of ways. Because, in, at least in my particular instance, I picked up Mike Davis as soon as McCaffrey went out. And Davis has been great for me. Right. in McCaffrey's absence. But now I've got those two, and my other big running backs on a bye. So obviously I'm not going to start both these guys. But I'm going to be really bummed out if I decide to sit CMC one more week and he just goes out there like a day hasn't gone by. I don't think that's what's going to happen, but who knows? Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I say if you have CMC and he is a go this weekend, I'd probably start him because they're not going to bring him back before he's ready. And, right. and yeah, I mean, you, you got to take the upside there, but I, I think that, that Mike Davis is also definitely a start, uh, you know, as far as I think he's going to get, it might be a 50, 50 split for week one for this week or something. But um, you know, yeah. I mean, if CMC is going to play, you got to put him into your lineup I, against, yeah, this no, I, against this defense. You got to put him in. That's how I feel too. Right. But uh, moving forward, if they're going to try and split duties with these guys to bring CMC back slowly, that does me no good with either of them. So go all in on one of these guys, please. Don't pull a Belichick on me, okay? I need one of these guys to produce, you know? Right, right. I think, I think both can be productive against this Atlanta defense. Yeah. And uh, here's my prediction. Atlanta's going to lose the game. They're going to be down by – they're going to be – no, they'll be up by one point, and they'll try to kick a field goal. It'll get blocked and run back for a touchdown at the end of the game so, so they lose again. So that's, that's my prediction for what's going to happen this week to uh, the poor Atlanta Falcons. Um, now let's go on to the Sunday games, the early games. Uh, okay, now this game certainly looks like the game of the week, man. Certainly the one with huge implications. We got 6-0 um, uh, and Steelers versus the 5-1 and Ravens. Wow, this looks like a massive uh, defensive struggle. I think it's going to be a fantasy wasteland. Uh, ch check out these stats. Ravens. Seventh best against quarterbacks, fourth best against running backs, ninth best against receivers. And then on the Steelers side, they're fifth best against quarterbacks. Uh, they are number one against running backs, 10th against receivers, and sixth best against tight ends. This just seems like you are, you are taking a massive chance starting any players from either of these teams this game. I, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Did you know that as of right now, the justification for the Baltimore Ravens putting Des Bryant on their practice squad were uh, apparently Ravens receivers only have 76 receptions through week eight and only have 740 some yards through week eight. Uh, now I knew the Ra Ravens receivers were big producers, but when you take into account that Dobbins and Ingram really haven't done a whole hell of a lot either, it's all Lamar Jackson. Uh, well, all right, I'll give a little credit to Mark Andrews, but, uh, but other than that, they have nothing going on offensively. You take Lamar Jackson out of the equation. 
Well, Lamar Jackson, even, even he has had a very disappointing year. I mean, he is mm-hmm. not performing at the rate the people that took him in the second round wanted him to perform. But, yeah, I mean, Hollywood Brown, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I would, I would probably start Mark Andrews. But I'm, I, have, I have Lamar Jackson in one of my leagues. I'm thinking of benching him in favor of Jared Goff, you know, uh, yeah. just because it's such a, a terrible matchup. And also, of course, Ingram is out. And so you've got J.K. Dobbins and Gus, Edward, uh, Gus Edwards, who I think are going to be both just massively disappoint. You know, they're, they're, yeah. they're well, pretty, it, pretty highly on projections. But, geez, man, I don't think I, tr- I, don't think I can trust them either uh, against this, this top running back defense that they got, you know. Well, uh, you know, man, I took a fly on J.K. Dobbins in a couple of leagues because there was kind of a thin group of running backs uh, when it was time for me to draft, thinking, well, maybe. Uh, I think the best he's done for me was week one when he got nine and after that, it's, you're lucky if you get four or five. Right. So, right. Uh, yeah, he's he's on the bench now, but I keep kind of hoping maybe they'll inch him back in. Maybe we think Ramel they will. Who knows? It would be nice to see J.K. Dobbins make a statement and really mm-hmm. they'll say, okay, I think he needs to be our lead back because Ingram hasn't done anything this year. But, uh, oh. yeah, I mean, it, it, this is this is going to be a tough game for everyone on Fearless the Ravens prediction, and on though. the Steelers. You're, ta- you're uh, taking chances if you're starting anybody on these teams. I got a fearless prediction, though, and this has nothing to do with fantasy. Steelers hang at least a 13-point spread on Baltimore. I don't think this game's going to be as close as people think. I really? think Pittsburgh's I mean, I, a lot better, yeah. I don't know. That Ravens defense is good. They are legit. I mean, this, this certainly mm-hmm. – I would start either of these defenses uh, on this game. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's not going to be like the Tennessee game where Tennessee doesn't really have a good defense. You know, they, they're not very – they're not – nearly as solid as they were last year right. uh, this is i mean i could see this game being just a field goal game you know 16 to 16 to 3 final score there you go that's my there prediction yeah yeah um now how about this one this one's kind of interesting right this next one rams at the dolphins tua mm-hmm. is going to make his debut as the starting mm-hmm. quarterback which seems it seems questionable they would bring him out on this game against this defense uh but that that's fine they need to start the future they need to start the the you know what's next for the for Miami uh but I gotta say man the Rams defense absolutely a start this week you gotta put them in there uh they are top seven against quarterbacks and this is a rookie making his debut there's gonna be a a feast of sacks and turnovers I do believe Uh, I can't argue with you on that one man um I I think the Rams defense I have in one league they've been man they've been all right but uh but yeah I I think the Rams they're definitely a, a sneaky team right now uh it took me some convincing because i thought chicago might actually play them a little bit closer than they did monday night that game was a snooze fest right. so um i gotta give the rams their due they're playing well you know? yeah yeah absolutely and and they are top 10 against wide receivers and running backs so i gotta say man miami does not look like a good option for for startable assets this week i would uh you know i would uh sit them if you can um the Miami defense. Oh, this is the other thing, right? The Miami defense is actually pretty good against quarterbacks. They're top ten against quarterbacks. Uh, so Jared Goff is a sit. So I've, I've got that situation where I've got Lamar Jackson or Jared Goff. I got them both as sits here. I don't know who to start. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd go Goff if I was you. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's a it's a better situation. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, definitely um, uh, the Miami defense is not good against the run. So I think Daryl Henderson's a start. And, um, you know, so I think that's a good option. Uh, but as far as the tight ends for the, for the Rams, uh, Higby or Everett, A, you don't know which one's going to start. I and know. Miami is top two against the position. So I would sit those guys. I wouldn't start either of them this week. So Yeah, it's hard to that. tell which one of those guys is going to break out, you 
Uh, well, you know, uh, Higby got me a, a, a zero burger this past week on yeah, one of my because yeah. I, I didn't realize he was out and mm-hmm. I, I didn't have any chance to actually bring in another tight end. It was too late because it was, you know, it was the Monday game or Sunday night game. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so I got a zero on that. Um, yep. the, the next one, this game looks like an easy one to predict. Jets at the Chiefs. Do you think the Jets are going to get their first win this week? Uh, doubtful. Definitely. Not gonna happen. Definitely. Although Even I got to say, too. So he was, you know, he was like the lone option for for that off for that offense. I had to raid the waiver wire for a couple of running backs in one of my leagues this week. And face it, the pickings are slim. Uh, but I put in a waiver claim for Perrine for the Jets and Hyde for the Seahawks. And one of those two guys, I gotta start. And I'm leaning Perrine. I think uh, I forget who Seattle's playing. But uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take a fly on this guy. I, I, that, that team I'm starting him on is falling a crap anyway. I got nothing to lose. So I might well. Right, right. And, and actually, uh, uh, P. Ryan is a start for me as well. He was in on 70% of the snaps, and he got mm-hmm. three targets last week. So that's pretty yep. good. Um, yep. You know, um, uh, Gore was only in on like 28% of the snaps. So right. you can kind of see here, now that Bell's gone, there's some clarity in that backfield. And, yeah, I did pick up P. Ryan in one of my leagues as well. Yeah. Not sure if I'm going to start him this week. But, uh, yeah, he's definitely worth uh, rostering to see what, what can happen. Um, well, and as far as, the, as far as the Chiefs go, man, you got to sit all the Chiefs against the Jets. They are just so dominant, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Um, no, you start all the, all the Chiefs. All of them. They're all good. So, uh, go for it. Man, um, I, wish, I wish Tyreek would bust out of his slump. I'm tired of watching Chiefs games and screaming, throw it to hell, throw it to hell. And it's not like he's slumping. He's good for 15 or 16 points a game. I was counting on him being more of a high 20s, early early 30s scorer this year. And it really hasn't turned out to be that way. Just because Mahomes likes to spread the ball around. He spreads the ball around, and you've got a better ground game this year. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, with, with, mm-hmm. with now it's Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Le- Le'Veon Bell. Let me ask you this. Would you start Le'Veon Bell this week? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, why not? It's yeah. the Jets. Don't you think he's going to want to make a splash against his former team in his first game as a chief? Yeah. A- absolutely. Uh-huh. I think he's going to be big. Um, yeah. He's going to lay waste to the Jets. So, yeah, yeah I'm absolutely starting him too. Um, next up, let's see. We got the Vikings at the Packers. Um, I got to say, man, I don't like the matchups for Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, or Justin Jefferson, but I can't sit him, man. You've got to play those guys if you got them. I, I think. Well, uh, yeah, I've got no choice but to play Dalvin Cook in one league. But just like Christian McCaffrey, you wonder how strong he's going to come back. Wasn't that a hammy injury with him or was it an ankle thing? Jeez, uh, I, I, I can't tell you off the top of my head. Yeah, um, me neither. I, I don't he remember. He's off the injury report, so he's not even listed as questionable right now. I think. Sure, th- he is. He is. But you've got to wonder how strong he's going to be coming right. back. Uh, that's an, that's Oh, Dalvin Cook, automatic start, but the dude's still. Uh, Maybe he's hobbled a little bit, ends up with four points, and you're bitter. You should be surprised about that. <laughs> right. Um, now, uh, on the flip side, you've got Aaron Jones, who's also coming back from an injury, and Jamal Williams. I got to say, I think both of them are a start this week. I think they're going to share time. And um, uh, Vikings, very generous rush defense. Um, and so I think they're both going to be productive enough to be startable this week. So uh, I now do you think that. the coach is going to be smart in Green Bay and uh, think that Devontae Adams can do what he did last week, two weeks in a row? <laughs> he should, man. Get the ball to Devontae as much as you can. Jeez, um, and, 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 you know, obviously Aaron, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is a start too. I think he's going to be yeah. great. Yeah. So 
Um, not, not much else to say about that game. I think that one's uh, that one. We both know how it's going to go uh, next up this one, the Colts at the lions, um, you know, lions defense bottom 10 against all fantasy positions. So that means start all the Colts, start them. They're good. Go what do you think it. about Naheem Hines as a start this week? I have no choice in one of my leagues. I had to start him because I've got nobody else sitting on my bench who can play right yep. now. So you I have just- to put him as, you're I just hoping for a touchdown, man. That's what you're doing. You're hoping for That's a touchdown. That's what I need. Just give me one. Just give me one, man. I'm good. Yeah, I, I, I had to put him as my RB, too. Uh, and so, based on what I was reading, I thought, well, they like to throw to him. Okay, maybe there's my play. Right. And as far as on the other side of the ball, man, uh, you know, the Colts defense is legit. So, mm-hmm. I got to tell you, you got to sit Matthew Stafford. Uh, you got to sit TJ Hawkinson. Um, and you got to sit DeAndre Swift. Swift had a nice breakout game last week, but I got to tell you what, the Colts are top six against the run. So uh, it is um, not a game that uh, you want to be starting anyone from the Detroit offense if you can avoid it. I, I mean, Well, Kenny Galladay, I'm still starting him. I, yeah, I, Galladay I'm should probably be yet. fine. Yeah. Galladay's right. fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's – but I got a situation where I got TJ Hawkinson in one of my starting positions right now, and I don't want to start him, mm-hmm. but I don't have a choice right now. So, right, right. you know, you got to go with it. Now, now this next this next game kind of surprised me, man, because I was, I was looking at the matchups and everything, but Raiders at the Browns, it is excellent matchups across the board. It should be a huge game. So, I got to say, quarterbacks, if you're looking for a streaming option, Derek Carr's a streaming option. Baker Mayfield's a streaming option. Mm-hmm. Wide receivers, Hunter Renfro's a streaming option. Um, Rashad Higgins, Jarvis Landry, Kareem Hunt, Harrison Bryant. I, Nelson I, I, Aguilar. I him. I'm like, start all these guys. This is going to be a good game. It's going to be a hey, high man, game. Hey, man, I picked up Aguilar a couple of weeks ago and stuck him into one of my WR2 positions at a flex, and he's done really well for me. And yeah. uh, now – as far as uh, – now, the Raiders are playing. I'm sorry, I just brain farted. Oh, the, the Browns. Thank you. Uh, Jarvis Landry, now that OBJ's out for the year, I think uh, it's a no-brainer. Landry's going to take back up quite a bit because he hasn't done quite as good this year as he did. Yeah, well, he hasn't gotten any touchdowns. Right, he, right. We're, we're seven games in. He's gotten zero touchdowns. Yeah, um, it's and, and last year, that, that the same thing kind of happened last year. I think he went through the first half of the season and got one touchdown, and then he yeah. got seven more in the second half. So yeah, that's what up. I'm hoping for because, you know, I got tons of shares of Jarvis Landry. Me but too. Yeah, his, his opportunity should go up right now. Uh, but this yeah. is a great game, great fantasy yeah. game. So I'm real excited about it. Um, another one that looks real good to me is the Titans at the Bengals. Um, again, uh, I couldn't say, say you sit anybody on either of these teams. It's, gonna, it's great matchups across the board. Uh, Jonu Smith is a ha, um, – is in a great situation. Bengals are top three for opposing tight ends. Man, Johnu so, Smith needs to wake the hell up. He's been slow the last couple of weeks, man. Well, he was I, injured. I he was injured, yeah. and then he then right. he kind of came back. But it was a tough matchup last week. This yeah. is the opposite. This is a good matchup. Um, Let me ask you this: If yeah. you've got Gronkowski or Johnu Smith on your same lineup, and I've been starting Johnu Smith ahead of Gronkowski for the last five weeks. Uh, this week, I'm actually thinking about flipping it. Who's Tampa Bay playing this week? I forget. Tampa Bay's playing the Giants. I might be tempted to lean Gronkowski. Gronk's gotten eight targets in each of the past two games. I don't think you can pass that up. I, I, right. I'd say I would say start Gronk. Yeah, um, I think so. 
Yeah, but uh, I, I think uh, I think John is going to do really well too. I think it's a it's a really good matchup. I also like uh, Joe Burrow as a streaming option for quarterback if you need mm-hmm. one. Um, I think the uh, Cincinnati receivers, Boyd, Higgins, and A.J. Green are all good. Uh, Titans are top four for opposing wide receivers. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good situation. Lots of great offense on both sides of the ball. So um, I, I'm, I'm kind of happy because I do have lots of shares of uh, Bengals, Titans, Browns, and Raiders. So I'm, like, going with mm-hmm. it. I, that there's lots of starts here this week. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my, my WTF uh, team for the season right now is the Patriots. They're playing the Bills. Uh, they're at the Bills this week, so it's a, it's a conference game. Bills have kind of been struggling the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Cam Newton is looking like what we expected would be, what, what would be Cam Newton. I don't know what's happened. He started out so hot, and now he's just been ice cold just a turnover machine. Well, I think COVID happened because <laughs> he hasn't been the same since. But, you know, uh, in a year where everything is ass backwards, nothing's going as planned, everything's screwy. I have to admit, I was going to take particular pleasure in watching the Patriots and Bill Belichick start to suck, right? Right. But now that they are, I'm thinking, this feels kind of weird to me. <laughs> uh, I almost want them to be their usual self, so something feels normal this year, right. you know? But right. uh, as far as uh, as far as some Patriots go, all right, Sony Michelle has been hurt for God knows how long now. I finally dropped him this week. Hell with him. And I also got rid of Carey, uh, uh, the receiver. Hell with him, too. Uh, Burkhead is the only one I'm still holding on to at this point. And that's just because I need a guy that my running backs probably uh, five weeks of injury. But yeah, I mean. nobody on the Patriots is doing anything. Yeah, I know. I mean, James White is, is probably pretty good. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I can't think of – anyone to start besides James White. And, and I also think the Buffalo defense is a start this week. They, they haven't yeah. been that great this year, mm-hmm. but you got to think with the turnover potential, um, you know, you, you got to go, you got to go with the Buffalo defense. Right. On, on the other side of the ball, you know, the New England defense is actually pretty tough. Um, they, are, they are tough against quarterbacks, tight ends, and wide receivers. So be careful about Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. Um, but uh, I got to say the running game, Singletary and Moss, I think are both good startable assets. New England is top 10 for opposing running backs. So uh, great matchups there. So You know what my favorite rumor, guys. this is my favorite rumor of the week. I just heard it today. Uh, Stephon Gilmore, trade bait. And maybe the Patriots are thinking about using their one true trade chip to start building up again because they can see the writing on the wall. Hmm, so, interesting. Uh, yeah, it is. I know. So uh, uh, that's it for the early games. So uh, moving on to the Sunday afternoon games, we got the Chargers at the Broncos. Um, and I got to say, uh, Justin Herbert, uh, again, great streaming option. Great money, option this week. Money, He's been great. Yeah. yeah. And, and as far as on the other side, I, I think if you're desperate and you desperately need a quarterback and there's no one available, Drew Locke might be a good option because the Chargers are top three for opposing uh, quarterbacks. Yeah, Chargers defense has been kind of slacking this year. they got a lot of injuries, obviously. So, bad. Yeah. All right. Um, and, and then as far as sits, um, I got to say, man, the Broncos defense, their rush defense is solid. So Justin Jackson and Joshua Kelly both suspect this week. I yeah. would not start them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, uh, another interesting game, uh, I really don't know how this game is going to go, but the Niners at the Seahawks, 
so, uh, you know, again, Seahawks defense is not good. They are no. very, very bad against quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. They've given up mm-hmm. the most points to quarterbacks. So Jimmy Garoppolo a start? <laughs> All right. All right. Um, you know, again, I think the Drew Locke, Jimmy Garoppolo, those are like beyond desperation. Uh, um, you should be able to find someone better than that on the waivers. But um, now uh, here's the hang with matchups. San Francisco. Here's the hang with San Francisco. Uh, Mustard has been – man, I'm, I'm so disappointed in how he hasn't been able to stay on the field because he's done great for me. Now, this is another case, just like McCaffrey and Mike Davis in Carolina, where Jarek McKinnon was sitting on the waiver wire when Mostert went down again. I grabbed him. He did okay for me for a couple of weeks. Gave me a big fat goose egg last week. Right. Uh, I got negative I, points from, from McKinnon. Yeah, I know. But, but I'm thinking this week I can see a turnaround with Seattle's defense. Line. So I'm going to leave him in my starting lineup. A, because I have no choice. Running backs are so scarce. But B, I have a feeling he's going to make a pretty nice turnaround. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think that's, uh, I mean, I think that's a, a, a good start. Um, you know, the, the, the Niners' backfield is really tough to trust right now. I know. Because you also got that, uh, that other guy. Why am I drawing a blank on his name? Uh, uh, I know who you're talking about. I'm drawing a blank on him, too. I want, I, I want to say Henry, but it's not Henry. Uh, but, no, it's not. I can't remember his name. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. everybody knows who we're talking about. But, sure. you know, there is only two healthy guys in that backfield. So I think you're – you're pretty good to, to say like, okay, I'll give McKinnon another shot here. This yep. I think, I think yep. you're pretty safe and he should be productive. I've um, seen some running back shred Seattle's D this year, two or three times. Right. Uh, they're, they're easy to be taken. So yeah. I'm, I'm feeling good about that. Yeah. And I also like uh, Brandon Ayuk, uh, the mm-hmm. wide receiver uh, on the Niners. I think that's a great matchup. And uh, I just wanted to say that last week, you know, I, I said that the, you know what? Um, Seattle has a really bad matchup. So, so, you know, uh, uh, the Arizona defense was very good against quarterbacks and wide receivers, but I said, but I'm not going to sit Russell Wilson and I'm not going to sit either of the receivers and it panned out, but guess what? It's the same thing again this week. Uh, uh, the San Francisco defense, very good against both those positions, but I will not be sitting any of those players. Uh, no. Lockett got 50 points last week. That was crazy. I know he did. I know. And if I'm, if I'm some fantasy commissioner after seeing uh, DK Metcalf chase down the Arizona guy who got the pick, right. uh, that would just give him seven points for play of the week. That was the coolest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. So it and and it's the meme points. of the week. I've seen that yep. like a hundred times since yep. that game. <laughs> yep. That was awesome. I got to say, I was watching that. When that happened, I was cheering for him. I didn't see him come out of the screen until the last 10 yards. Where did he come from? Boom. Got him. Right, right. And um, I think my favorite meme, though, is, is uh, the, the one guy is uh, the manager and the other guy is Karen. Sounds about right. Tackles the manager. So, anyway. Of course, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, okay, Saints at Bears. Uh, okay, I got to say, man, Bears defense is really good. Um, they are sure. top 12 against running backs, wide receivers, and quarterbacks. Um, I'm I'm gonna start Alvin Kamara, but I gotta say Drew Brees and any of the receivers, um, you know maybe Michael Thomas will play this week, but I, I don't haven't heard anything. The hamstring, yet. I'm guessing it's not gonna happen. Um, anyway, doesn't seem like a good situation for you to start any of those guys. Uh, but I think Jared Cook is good also, so maybe Alvin Kamara and and Jared Cook on New Orleans are good to start. But I would say if you're yeah. starting anybody on the Bears offense, anybody then your team must suck. <laughs> Bears offense is terrible, man. 
There was a, the only guy that was a viable option there. I keep seeing Cordero Patterson on the waiver wire everywhere, and I'm like, what? Is that guy still around? Come uh, I'm not taking that guy. No, <laughs> I'm not no, rostering no. him. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. And I, I do have David Montgomery as a sit. New Orleans is top 10 against the run. So yeah. uh, I would definitely sit him. Uh, but I do have Jimmy Graham as a start because uh, um, uh, New Orleans is fantastic to opposing tight ends. So yeah. uh, there, is, there, there could be some points there. And I know a lot of people are dealing with a, a lot of injuries at the tight end position. I think Jimmy Graham's a good uh, option there. Um, now, uh, if we just lament your Cowboys at the – Oh, Eagles, we don't have to lament them. <laughs> we don't have, have to. to lament them. Nah. I'm not – you know, I'm over it. Uh, I don't I, – I, the Cowboys have been so disappointing for so long now that I don't even get wrecked when this happens. However, I've been waiting for this game for you to talk about. Because <laughs> okay. I'm thinking – I'm thinking this is the perfect time. And in one of my leagues, this is a high money league. I'm I went from four and one to four and three in the span of two weeks. I'm pissed. Okay. And uh, so I've got Zeke Elliott sitting on my bench. You can count on the Cowboys playing from behind the rest of the year. Okay. Uh, so that means more or less touches for Zeke. And based on his fumbleitis, you got his uh, counterpart there, uh, uh, Tony Pollard, is right. starting to get 15 touches a game. This is a perfect time. And maybe the only window I'm going to get to maybe use Zeke as trade bait. Yeah, I mean, Sell high. I, I think you got a point there. And I do have a league with, with Zeke in it. Uh, actually, our league is uh, yeah. I have Zeke in it. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was saying for the only two players you can maybe trust to start right now would be Zeke and Cooper. Um, yeah. But everyone yeah. else is a bench. And I actually yeah. dropped Gallup. I, I, I dropped Gallup. Yeah. And started in my league, yeah. Which is, really bums me out, man. Yeah, that, guy, that guy was an eight-round pick and just has not done it. Um, well, you know, I've also got C.D. Lamb had been doing real good for me to nothing all of a sudden, so I, I finally sent him to pitch. So, well, yeah, uh, I mean, Andy Dalton might not even play this week. I, he's I, not I, going to, I don't think. I don't yeah, think he's so, going to. So, man, yeah. it's, it's tough. But on the flip side, man, Dallas defense is a mess. They can't stop anyone. Yeah. Nope. So that means Philly, all players in Philly are a start this week. So – uh, it is it is a good matchup. I actually picked up Carson Wentz in one of my leagues. I dropped Matt Ryan, picked up Carson Wentz. Um, really? So, uh, yeah, I think it should be good. And, uh, uh, you know, start your Philly players. It'll be a good oh, well, yeah, Score of the week for me last week was Travis Fulgham, man. I picked him up, and uh, he had a really good week for me. And yeah. I guarantee you he's going to have a big week this week because any Tom, Dick, or Harry who yank off the street is going to get 100 yards and 10 receptions against the Cowboys. Right, right. And, yep. and, and the other guy, uh, the tight end, uh, Richard Rogers. I yes. His name. Yeah, that's that's a guy that if he, he's available, pick him up. I mean, mm-hmm. you got both Goddard and Ertz on injured reserve right yep. now. And yep. Wentz will feed the ball to the tight end. So yeah, uh, I, I actually got him in a couple of leagues and I'm very happy to have a, a, a solid tight end in there. Um, now the, that's it for Sunday. So the la- last game is Monday night football, which is the Buccaneers at the giants. Um, Actually, this looks like a good game all around. I don't have any sits on this game, but uh, uh, I think uh, both Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones are starts. Definitely start the Tampa Bay defense. Um, uh, Giants, I'm not too thrilled about. I don't have anyone as a sit, but the only one I have as a start is Evan Ingram. uh, As that's the the weakest part of the Tampa Bay defense. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, I I think – it's going to be a great game for the Bucks, and boy, the Bucks are looking really good right now. So. Well, now you got Godwin hurt again, right? And uh, and yeah. Mike Evans is uh, stiffed for me last week, 
He's feast or famine, that guy. And now with the signing of Antonio Bryant, there's going to be less touches for him. Uh, so I, I don't know what to think about that situation right now. But I really need Evans to become the go-to guy. And it doesn't look like that's in the plan. Yeah, I, I got to say, man, Evans has always been a guy that's been reliant on volume. If he doesn't get mm-hmm. the volume, he mm-hmm. can't get the production because he doesn't catch – he only has like a 55% catch percentage yep. in, in his yep. professional career. So, and, and that was my biggest reason against not taking him in any of my leagues this year is I'm just like, I don't think Brady's going to be able to feed him the ball that much. And now we've got, you know, Antonio Brown in the, in the mix, not this week, but next week. But uh, yeah, that's definitely a, a downgrade for, for all the receiver options uh, that were there that you drafted very, very high in your draft when you took them. So, <laughs> you know, it's too bad with Mike Evans, too, because there was a couple of years ago where there was a receiver class. When was that? That was like probably four, maybe five years ago. And there were five really good rookie receivers. That mm-hmm. I think OBJ might even be one. No, nah, that was probably oh, two. Was that, was that OBJ's rookie year? Or, or No, maybe it was a little after that. I don't remember, but it was Evans's rookie year. There was okay. a kid that was playing role for Carolina back then. And at that time, for the first three years of Mike Evans' career, you watch his highlight reel. That guy had as many skills as any receiver in the league. He, if he was on a different team that was a little bit more pass-reliant, uh, his name would be up there with the OBJs of the world and with the Julio Joneses of the world. But now I think as several years have gone by, maybe that window's closed. But, man, at one time, he had the skills of the best. He was great. But, oh, uh, yeah. I, I, I think it was – 2016 or something like that and maybe he had that monster year but it was only because he had a monster year because he had monster volume he had like 175 targets or something crazy oh, well like there it that. is right and and so you know i mean it was it was just one of those things where you know can could he ever get the volume with tom brady that he got with um you know with any of his previous quarterbacks well i guess it was just the one it's just it was just winston yeah, yeah right. just winston mm-hmm. um and i you know I don't think he can, you know, that's not how Brady does it, you know, so, nope. Nope. Uh, but anyway, God damn Brady, God, that guy pisses me off. He went yeah. Tampa Bay pissing me off. He's good. He's good. Mm-hmm. Man. And, and uh, that, that Bucks defense is winning me some games too. I've, I've got, yeah. I've got tons of shares of the Bucks. Defense I got a Tampa D. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. Yeah. So yeah, that's been a good one. So that's it, man. That's it for week eight. So uh, everybody out there that's listening, thanks uh, for watching us today. And if you haven't done so already, please like and subscribe down below. And, um, you know, if you have any questions about any of these players or any other players, leave a message down in the comments section. Uh, Swami, thank you very much for joining me. And good luck in uh, week, week eight. And uh, I will see you again next week. All right, man? Yeah, now i got to give big credit to Bios real quick for ponying up the, the uh, 60-inch flat screen uh, 4K TV. Uh, it's a Sony, as a matter of fact, for the winner of the 94 Act Morning Show. Uh, Zeke and so, Destroy is going to very much enjoy that, uh, that, that television. Well, so. yeah, but let's jinx him. Jinx, jinx, jinx. And, uh, <laughs> and also, if you just want the quick hits here tomorrow, uh, right before the Thursday game, remember I have Jimmy on the 94 Act Morning Show, 945-ish on Thursday morning. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Look forward to speaking to you then. And uh, everybody, good luck uh, in week eight, and we will see you again soon. Have a good weekend, everybody.